COVID-19 has made its way into the United States and people are isolated at home practicing social distancing. How is this affecting everyone? Tune in as we explore how this pandemic is impacting our lives and the lives of others. I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. And this is Six Feet Away. Welcome to the social distancing show where we're usually more, but never less than six feet away. You know, I'd like to say that we are greater than six feet away. In fact, I think, I, like, okay, we gotta, I'm gonna do some quick math here real quick. Hold on, hold on. Let me just Google search how many feet, how many feet are in one mile? You know, like, who who does that math, right? I'm okay, pretty so, sure there are people that know this. They're like yelling at us. It's 3,256. Dude, it was close. Uh, it's 5,280. Oh, it's close, oh, right? Okay, hold on. Hold on. So we're going to do we're gonna do some quick math then, okay? So we're going to do 5,280. And what's the distance? 180 miles, you think? About 180 yeah. miles. All right, let's do the math. Let's just do the math. Listen, we want to be a good role model for these people and just show them that we're practicing safe social distancing. 950,400 feet. Bam, get off me. Definitely more than six feet away. I think so. But for all intents and purposes, this is the show. Six feet away. Why the name, Alex? Why Why we choose six feet away? So the CDC here in the United States says, even if you go out in public, try to stay six feet away from people. Um, and we are so tired of being by ourselves in our homes that we need to talk to each other. And we are not in the same room. And we are definitely maintaining six feet away. Um you know, COVID is pretty crazy right now going around the world. Um, it's insane. Markets are pretty crazy. Um, job losses. But, uh, you know, we're we're still here. Um, I know I work in the live and event industry, and you work um, for Apple. And, you know, it's impacting us very differently. I know everyone is kind of feeling the hit a little bit differently. Um, we just kind of want to create an outlet where we can explore those feelings, you know? I think this is a great conduit for us, uh, not only just to share, but it's it's so practical. Like people are like, stay at home, stay at home. The government's like, stay at home. We're doing that for you. We're staying at home, but we felt it was necessary. And it's a resource that many people can kind of just, just come together and just realize that you're not in this alone, that we are all going through this. Now, everyone has a different occupation, right? Like our jobs and our industries and what our lives look like, the people that we take care of, that we are... Are dependent upon us and our income um i i just it, it it blows my mind man like you look at two months ago and we lived our lives as if none of this were to ever happen and you go out definitely not washing my hands as much as i do now <laughs> dude but that's the thing right like we should, obviously we should still wash our hands like wash your friggin' hands but it, it just it, it puts us in a weird space man like seeing the vegas strip just it, it's it's a ghost town like there's no one there and that's insane to me. Uh, I've been seeing posts of the venues empty, and I just know that's a weird feeling. I know every day I go to the venues and they're empty when we don't have a show, but it's just very weird to see that. Uh, Chicago, they had a drone flying over the streets, mm -hmm. no one on them. That's a weird thing to see. New York, have you seen the videos when they're walking through the streets and there's no cars in New York City? Yep. That's a wild thing to see. It's insane. And even New York now, there's there's different like boroughs and stuff where there's still people which is insane to me to this day are still congregating and still have social circles. And, you know, like the government's like yelling at them, like, 
don't do this. Like, we're not supposed to be outside. You're supposed to be at home, remain home, social distancing, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I totally get it. But it's like some people are like, ah, you know, I don't care. Or just, you know, certain people will be affected by this. I won't, which is weird to me because even with this virus and just from anecdotal, just little hits here and there, people that have this virus, they have different symptoms or might not even have a symptom, but just might be like a, a host to carry it to someone. And then that person might have something, which is, which is really weird to me is that there's different, uh, like there's different factors that even if you have it, it's, it's different. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, our great state of Florida isn't one to be uh, following the rules. Uh, I know uh, for those of you who don't know, I live in Orlando and uh, Anthony, who would say he doesn't live in Miami because he doesn't, but he lives down live south. That's right. <laughs> He's got it right. Uh, but, you know, we have so many news articles of people going to the beaches and, you know, our governor hasn't shut down the beaches. Um, and it's just, it's interesting to see people's level of care. And then when it becomes closer to home, it's like, oh, no, we should have been doing this already. Um, so it's insane to me how many people are actually just abiding by everything and are truly just keeping away as, as, as much as they possibly can. You think what, 320 million people in the United? About that much? Like maybe, give or take a couple million? Yeah, I, think, I think that's right. That's about right. Um, yeah, we can, we can even look it up. It doesn't even matter. But the, the point of it is like how many people are on board or just have a willingness to like, like if this is what I need to do to contribute, like just to keep away from other people, like that's huge. Um but even me, like at this point in time, little cabin fever, uh, just not having the ability to to go out and do the things that I want to or have to be conscious that if I do go out, like, is this for essential needs? Like, do I really need to go out right now? It, it's interesting to me. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I know that people have been posting memes of like, um, you know, your grandparents got asked to go to the Vietnam War, or go to war or whatever. And you, all you're asked, being asked to do is stay home. And I'm like, I can get on board right. with that. I, th I think a lot of people are realizing their lifestyle also is self-isolation. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, wait, there's a name for it because that's what I do all the time. You know, yeah. my, uh, my fiance and I watch movies. That's what, when we come home from work, we just watch movies. That's what we do. And now everyone's doing that. And it's just like, oh, so we, we were already on board. Oh, got it. <laughs> exactly. So you're already keeping enough social distance. Do you, um, in, in your day-to-day -day life, like when, when did you, when was it told by you that you had to be home that like you're they're keeping you at home from work like so, when did they tell so you that? i it's a weird complicated thing so i work for a venue and that venue is managed by the city so i as a government employee was you know told to hang on working um and then we kind of we would see we were seeing the gears turn of getting us ready to work from home um yeah. The problem is that a lot of our events are being postponed across the whole industry. Um, I don't think we have, you know, any events for the next few months, um, you know, or if they are, you know, a tour is postponing their whole tour because they have, you know, dates that they're canceling now. Um, so it's really, you know, even if I, even though I am working from home, it's like, what am I working on? You know, so we're, we're finding projects to do and I'm so grateful that I haven't lost my job, but you know, a lot of my coworkers have, you know, part-time people, our partners are letting their staff go, um, or at least furloughing them for now. Um, but yeah, I got told to work from home. Um, I'd say about two weeks into it, but it was just about when everyone started doing the, I think Washington had self isolate had to put down the lockdown and then we kind of slowly followed suit. Um, but I think we were one of the first counties, at least in Florida to really get on board. Um, 
with that um, process, you know? Yeah. It's definitely a weird thing, you know, trying to connect to, to servers at work from your home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone, now we're having daily, you know, meetings online, which, you know, it's really cool. I actually, it's gonna, I actually think it's gonna be hard to go back to working at the office. You know, you're so right. used to being able to get up from your desk and like go to your kitchen and make food, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be kind of like, another adjustment to go back to work you know right at least in the industry that you work at and like what you do specifically i think a lot of the work that you can do not everything but a lot of it like it can be done at home like as long as you have you know a working internet connection your computer access to all of the things and content that you need you're able to do your job uh, yeah. which is which is very different from what i do um which requires me to to be around people um and what was weird for for us especially um obviously if you don't know by now, and I hope you do, um, kind of like how the start of this and the spread of it came to the United States, um, a lot of our stores that we had opened up in, in China, um, the way in which this kind of started, because us, you know, being a global brand, it's like you have different different stores in different countries, and those regional stores, they they operate differently, you know, from like a government perspective to just all of that. There's a lot of different things that fall under that bracket. So when they started experiencing this, like they didn't close the stores at first, but they would limit customers. And it, and it got to a point where, it, I'm not even kidding, every employee would have N95 masks, all nitrile gloves, and every customer that entered the store, like their temperature would be checked at the door prior to them entering the store. If was temp- in China? China. This Got word it. started in China, and I believe even now to this day, today is uh, April 1st, um, they even have this today. So there are some stores supposedly that are still that, that are reopened and that are functioning normally, but the, the criteria or like the screening process to allow customers into the store is to make sure their temperature is checked, make sure that the employees are safe and sanitized and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so for us, it was a little bit different because we knew that at, at some point this would make its way over, like seeing the spread of it like one of the big hot spots at first was china then we moved to like uh, south korea then uh, italy had a lot of cases and at some point we knew that this is spreading like east or west it, it's it's moving and for us you know we had to take preventative measures like say how do we show kind of the customer base here especially in south florida more specifically where i'm at a lot of elderly population a lot of elderly that are in our store so a lot of the customer questions were related to you know, how do you, how are you guys like keeping safe? So all these preventative measures that we're going through, needless to say, you know, people were getting worried uh, and seeing more and more stores close in just different industries, even the food industry, like my aunt works in the food industry. Um, and just seeing how all of these industries are being impacted and whether they're keeping hold of their employees um, or not, it's interesting to me. And just think about a few months ago, like, it's if none of this ever happened. Like, you know, we're just living a new life. It's 2020, dude. Like, clear vision, right? And it's not. And <laughs> I, and I, back to 2018 or something, right? Right. And I always think it's funny. And I, and I, whenever it's New Year's Eve and you're in December and you're like, you know, this, you reflect and you think about the year, you think about all the tragedies, you think about all the good things that happened, all the opportunities that like you opened yourself up to. And you think about what's next year going to be like. And I feel like every year, like, like just, the Annie's just upped a little bit more. Like last year was this. And now this year's like, bigger thing is like coronavirus. We had Kobe it's Bryant exhausting. in January. It's it's a lot. And then it just makes you think it's like, what's next year going to be like? And obviously, can we, can we get a break, please? Like, Right. 
like, can I at least just get like a little crystal ball look into it? Just let me see what it looks like for a little bit, just so I know what I'm getting myself into, not to just throw myself to the wayside. Obviously, we don't live our lives like that, but I think in this case, uh, you know, we deserve a break today. Yeah, we we um, really do. We really and do. Anxiety is through the roof. Um, it's it's crazy. Um, people don't know, you know, what to expect. They're tomorrow, like you know, everyone's scared. If I step outside my house to go get groceries am i gonna get sick am i gonna die am i gonna lose my job yeah am i gonna be able to retire it's 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 endless of fears you know yeah um and it's just really refreshing sometimes to just relax and like ignore the problems and like you know play animal crossing you know or or um you know make a new show do a puzzle memes or netflix yeah just to escape you know i think it's really important right now people are trying to escape from the reality a little bit I agree. You know, I think that's fair. You know, it's 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 a lot. But looking to the silver lining, I, I think there's there's a lot to there's a lot of good and bad, right? When you think of the situation, you think about where you're at at this point in time. My takeaways, a lot of it has been the ability to rest, like mentally just reset and not have to go into work every day. Um, even though at this point, you know, a little cabin fever, like I want to be productive, I want to do something. Um getting the ability to rest is like one of the biggest things for me. Second, I think you have the chance to those creative outlets that you desire and like, Oh, I wish I had more time to do this, or I wish I could clean out my room or start a new show or do this. It's, you don't have an excuse right now. So your ability to do this, like there's no better time. I have two or three friends that just got puppies recently. I'm like, you've picked like the best time to get a dog because you're with the dog 24 seven. Dude, when I had Margot. When I lived in Orlando, I have a French bulldog, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know. But if you do know, she's cute. You know it. Um, dude, I would I would go to work. I'd, I'd have class in the morning. We'd have like two, three hours. I'd come home, and then I'd, I'd have to go to work. And I I'd kept her at home, and I felt so bad because she was a puppy. I'm graduating that year, and I had a new puppy. And I thought about it like, I wish I had some more time. So these friends that have a new dog, they're like, yeah, I got all the time taught like three new tricks bonding walking around like just spending quality time which is great so whatever that outlet is for you like i highly recommend to explore it further and i do sympathize with people who have time because they lost their job right that's a pretty scary thing like how am i gonna pay my bills um but you do have time and that's you know i i personally have time even though i'm still getting paid and i still have to work um but it is you know time is your biggest asset and you know what are you gonna do with it all right, let me ask you a question. What do you think about the stimulus check? This two point two trillion. What do you think about it? You know, Just a question. You're like your take. Um, I definitely know we need something. I just hate seeing that much money go out the the government's door. You know, it's like it yeah. just it's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money going to um. You know, I'm not involved in. I have I haven't read the eight hundred page document. I don't know how things are going to be worked. But it's scary to know that the government is giving out taxpayer money and, you know, some of it's a grant, some of it's a loan. But, like, uh, that's a lot of money, right? If you Google, right. like, the full-on debt of the United States, it's like, like right. wow, that's a lot of money. If you put it in perspective of our national debt, right? Dude, just print out more money. Right. It just works that way. How just print out more money. The, the Fed's like, listen, we're going to keep doing this until the, the stock market goes up. Don't worry. We're just going to keep... <laughs> We got just keep un- printing money. money. That's it. Unlimited. Un- you want negative interest rates? We got you. I mean, yep. the twelve hundred dollars is nice, but like you know, I, you can't. What are you gonna do with twelve hundred dollars? Pay your next, you know, rent. But 
Yeah. But that and that's the thing for a lot of people. It's like getting it. But I, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this was that there is just um the time in which you get this money. Um, kind of, and this is going straight off of just what was what was told from the government, just to us, in terms of how long we receive this. And um, for us, it was maybe two three weeks. Two three weeks is what we were looking at. But uh, yeah, I I don't know how long that'll be. Yeah, supposedly it's going to be three weeks from the time of this recording. Um, um, best case scenario. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be longer than three weeks. So it's like, okay, we're going to give you $1,200, which, you know, for a lot of people is a lot. For a lot of people, it's not a lot. Um, and then you have to wait a whole month for you to get that. So, right. like, good luck paying your, your bills, right? But that's the thing, right? It's like a timeliness thing. It's like we're like we're creating the stimulus pack and we're we're sending this money, but like the intent is to like send it out in time. So if people are like gonna be late on their payment or like missing a bill, like that they're there to make it on time. So my my concern is like you're sending this money out and you know, if it doesn't get to people in time and like, you know, they've like faulted on something or, you know, you've missed a payment and now this affects you in this way or your landlord doesn't want to hear the excuses. It's like it's a trickle down system. It's like who gets screwed over in the end. I, I, I have um, heard that they're doing something. I did not read the article, but I did see something about, um, you know, mortgage assistance for people who are renting out their properties. There's there's something for renters or uh, people who own properties and rent them out. I'm just not sure 100 percent what that is. Um so mm-hmm. maybe we can read up on that for the next episode. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, what else? I, uh, the airlines. Yeah, I, like I, I get that they're not running, and I get that everyone needs to have airlines to have businesses function. Well, that's a mm-hmm. lot of money, you know. And then like, what I think like one of the airline companies, and I don't want to say the wrong company because I don't want to, you know, tear anyone down. But I'm pretty sure one of them mm-hmm. was like, no, actually, we don't want the money because we don't want you having a stake in the government. <laughs> I think I, I tweeted something. It was like the, the Shark Tank. Hey, Sharks, I'm looking for a $2 trillion investment for 0%, you know, <laughs> for a 0% <laughs> equity stake in my business. You know, It's just like, come oh my on. God, come dude. on. Uh, I don't know. It's, you know, oh, we, we need the money, but not that much. <laughs> I'm not, I, no, I totally I get it that the businesses need it, but, um, you know, we're expected to have three month savings. Why, why aren't businesses? I don't. That's the thing that gets me every time. Right. I, I think average like means of like, and this is like a statistical average. I could try to pull it up here, but like the amount of like money that people have, like in terms of like flexibility money, is like maybe like four hundred to five hundred. Yeah, I read something similar. You like, have like people yeah. have a hard time. Most people have a hard time paying a four hundred dollar unexpected payment, right? And that's right. like that's crazy and we're way past that we're like a month we're like a month out of no work so imagine those individuals that like had a job that now no longer have a job or on furlough and you you don't have a source of income and you have bills and 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 fixed expenses that have to be paid and if they're not paid you get screwed over for it i I was also yeah i i thought of that and i just like that blows my mind. I was just going to say that the good news is, if there is good news for that, is you're not alone if you're in that boat because there are, what, 3 million people applying for unemployment last week? If, it's if, insane. If 3 that, million. Think of that. Think of that. It's probably more to this. Oh, and, and now if like, there's a little ticker yeah. around really fast, it's, it's probably more the than that. The other thing is I know that the websites have been uh, crashing because they can't handle the amount of people applying. So that's probably even a lighter yep amount of people then have actually tried applying you know mm-hmm. um 
So you're definitely not alone in this. I mean, everyone, uh, I got to shout out my local Jason's Deli because I walked in the other day to get my, my baked potato and they were like, thank you. I mean, I bought a baked potato and they were like, thank you so much for coming in here today and like buy this from us. Like it's been, so we had a furlough, like 90% of our staff, um, you know, yesterday we did $500 in sales and, you know, Jeez. normally we did $4,000 in sales. So I don't, it's really, he's like, it breaks my heart. And I almost like was wanted to cry. I was like, these poor guys, you know, they care about their family owned, relatively speaking, businesses. They care right. about their staff and what are they going to do? You know, uh, there's nothing the you mom can and do. pop places are really going to get screwed the most. And that's just the, the saddest part of it for me, you know? Yep. This really, We've, I, I'm sure we've had we've had this conversation off the podcast 100. But the idea of like brick and mortar stores, like the the slow decline in them, just with like foot traffic in places, and the uh, strong push for like online sales of things, like like Amazon, top top of the top. Yeah, of the food Amazon chain, can't even do two day free shipping right now. That is truly the yeah, end I know of the world. that that's <laughs> that's weird, right? Like you go and you hover over that buy now button, and you're like expected deliveries in two weeks like what how, how am i supposed to get my you know it's it's it, that that is like, the part that's people are getting adjusted to do the most i think right I, it, dude it's a shock it's like two weeks i'm like where's my two days Don't we for- we've become so mm-hmm. spoiled yeah. by it it's insane it's truly insane yeah. wait i mean in, in orlando we can get things the same day where it's like if you i yeah. i ordered something at midnight and they're like did a drone drop it off? Not, not yet. But it literally, it, it, got, the, it got dropped off at two p.m. I ordered something at twelve p.m. midnight, and it got to my house at two p.m. That is, you probably have a distribution. Oh facility no, we definitely near you. Um, but it's still crazy, right? It's like I, I, oh, there was a time recently um, where I forget what caused it, but I remember golf cart driving down my street delivering Amazon packages. <laughs> People mm-hmm. are. Yeah, like cart? I guess people can freelance working for Amazon delivering packages. So they just, I, I don't know if they had a truck centrally located and then they just used the golf cart to deliver packages. But swear, there was a golf cart drop, dropping off my my packages at my house. Like I, I thought it was somebody was trying to mess with me at first. That's so funny. I always see those Amazon vans now. They got those cool little uh, Mercedes Benz like vans. Yeah, I, shout out to the delivery people because they're keeping this country going right now i know people uh hoarding their their stuff right right as this was getting going people afraid of the uh, lockdown you know buying all the toilet paper and stuff and 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 <laughs> wouldn't you know it like a week later We're gonna, you know my Publix yeah. has you know everything restocked pretty much um so you know we couldn't i think things would be even worse if our supply chain was crippled um so thankfully it's no i not agree right now um but yeah, there's something uncomfortable about thinking that you can't get something from the store, right? A hundred percent. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I want to. I want to talk about toilet paper. That's like <laughs> what I want to talk about right now. But before I do, I'm just thinking of the amount of doomsday preppers that we have in this country. There. Not only am I thinking of these doomsday preppers, I'm thinking about the look on their faces when all of this is going on, and they look at everyone like, "I told you so." I'm ready. I've been ready. And then we look like the weird ones like, oh shit, they were right this whole time. What do you mean? Like that's that's what gets me every time. Yeah. It's like thinking of these doomsday problems. The, the problem is they have their bug out bags, but now they need a bug in bag, right? And I wonder yeah. how many people have like gone to their bomb shelter to like write out for two weeks and then they realize it's a month now and they, they have to go back outside their bomb shelter to resupply their bomb shelter. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
but at least they were ahead of the right? curve, right? Like they didn't have that initial influx of, oh, we gotta we gotta get all this stuff. Yeah. Why toilet paper? Why? You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe people are afraid that they're not going to be able to go buy things and, you know, people don't have a supply of, you know, people are constantly going to the bathroom. But why right? toilet paper? I get that. I totally understand. I, I totally understand the idea of running out of things, but like toilet paper specifically, why? Yeah, I got nothing. Like here, here here's what my thought. It, it, it can be morbid. It, it, like you can think of whatever you want, but if you're out of toilet paper, like, there are many other things you can use to wipe your ass. I, uh, but you can't put them down the toilet. No, you can't. Like if it's if it's like you know like an old t shirt or like in the shower. I thought, uh, you know. dude, that was, I was literally like like I know it, I know it sounds bad, but you can do it. You can like take and a shower. All of our listeners are gone now. <laughs> They're totally not. No, it's a true thing. Like if you run out of toilet paper, like 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 this is the things that you have to resort to, or people that don't have the access to toilet paper. My thought is like. If you have an individual that doesn't have toilet paper, it's like, what do you do? It's like, I mean, you have options. Like, you have to go through the most non-ideal option. Yeah. And, I mean, you're not going to die by not having toilet paper. Like, yeah, but if I guess the thing is, if I can purchase the comfort of having toilet paper, let me get it. Right. And that also brings me back to the question of why is it that paper products or like the, the things that are in like short supply or people are like running to the cell like the shelves to get is it like in fear like have we just like kind of throw a dart at the board like this is the product that we're gonna like make sure we take all of it i feel like because there's people that do that 100 yeah, i feel like some people don't really pay attention to their toilet paper supply and then when they hear people are taking toilet paper they realize that they don't have toilet paper and it kind of creates its own monster you know where people want to feel comfortable you know, I, I was reading something, it was saying, you know, when we can't control a lot of what's going on, we want to try to control something that we can, and something we can control is how much toilet paper we have, <laughs> you know? Like, I want to feel comfortable that I have enough toilet paper. I have enough right. potatoes to eat, you know? I have my um, coffee creamer. Like, I want to be in control of yeah. what I can possess to make me feel comfortable, because mm -hmm. I can't control whether I get coronavirus or not. You know, you know what I mean? You, the, yeah, the preventative measures, right? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and at this point in time, like, there's a lot that we just don't have control over. We're like, we're listening to, you know, like federal and government officials. Like, you need to do this. You, you shouldn't do that. So, having a sense of control in your life during this time, uh, it's crucial. It's crucial for you to feel like a normal person. Yeah. So, I, I guess that's what they resort to. But here's my thinking: if you have stock in toilet paper, like if you have stock in Parker and Gamble right now, you are flying high, my friend. But you're not. Oh my god, the market right now is 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 absolutely turbulent. Um, I yeah. personally um, have you know retirement stock in in my four hundred one k, and then I also have some fun stocks. And you know, every day I look at it, and which you definitely should not be doing. You know, if you're not if you're not yeah, trying to trade every day, like do not look at the stock market because in one day it goes like up five percent and down ten percent, and then back to zero. And you know what I mean? It it is absolutely yep. ridiculously volatile and i know we kept hearing the stock market was shutting down you know as it started getting up and going you know if, if it moves more than seven percent up or down the stock market turns off for 15 minutes to kind of let the emotions mm -hmm. relax and that happened a lot it's uh it's a it's a crazy time you know you look at the news and the news is saying unemployment is at three million record like it's a stupid record of how much unemployment there is right now and then the stocks go up that day 
and then we say the stimulus package is coming out and the stocks go down. Like, I do not understand what's going on, nor do I think I ever will understand what's going on. You just got to take a deep breath. You just got to ride. Yeah, you got to ride the wave. You really got to ride like the either wave. Either your philosophy is the market's going to keep going down for now or it's going to go up in the long term. just depends on your timeline. And you just got to stick to mm -hmm. that and just relax and stop looking at the moments. Because if you do, it's, um, you know, you've got to look at the macro because the micro is insane. All right. I've, I've gotten to a point now when it comes to news, just kind of like just muting a lot of it. Like I think in the morning, uh, like I'll start my day and like I give it maybe 10, 15 minutes max of my time to like just absorb like what's going on. If there's new information, if there's like new just instructions that are given out. And then after that, I just I, I kind of turn it off. You have so much anxiety and like build up of like, this is all that you're getting. This is a pandemic. This is like, like there's no, there's no point in time where you're like, oh, today was like a good day in the news. It's like just more of the same. So why, why do you just keep like, just, you just keep reinstilling it? Yeah. I, I've been struggling with this myself, honestly, Anthony, um, because, you know, I've been seeing things like, you know, uh, stop watching the Trump updates, stop doing this or, or just, you know, listen to this or listen to this and then the fake news and then that and then, you know, mainstream and then that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's so much back and forth about whether you should listen to the news or not. And it's something I'm struggling with because I like to be updated. I want to know exactly what's going on. I think things are changing so quickly that you should be staying on top of it. You don't have a week to happen to hear the news that you missed on Monday, on Wednesday, and still be, have time to like be aware of it, right? So everything is changing day to day. Um, even though it might not be changing much, relatively speaking, or, or it might not be changing in some way that you can control it. But um, for me, it's like, I want to stay up to date. I want to know exactly what's going on. You know, I want to know how close it's getting or how, how um, intense it's getting. But at the same time, I can't control a lot of it, right? I can't. I mean, yeah, it's true. Like, you have to just sit there and watch. Knowing that it's going to be 100,000 versus 200,000 versus 20,000 that are going to die, possibly, it, does that does that, do I need to know that every day? Do I need to know the updates? Is that critical to me to know? I think yeah, it's, it's important to instill this, this, the severity of this and like the seriousness of it so that people will, you know, self-isolate, stay six feet away. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think you need to have every news article every day. I think we just need to get the, the highlights, <laughs> you know? Yeah, or like at night, kind of like have like, hey, like this is like the briefing of like when went on today. Like, give me like the spark note version per day of like here's the big things that happen. Right. Like, you'll have one person that goes off and just like talks about like, you know, like this industry or like how this part of the you know the world is being affected by it. It's like, I think it's important. I don't think it's, I don't think what I want to just reiterate and say is that I don't think it's necessary to like not show that stuff because obviously there are people that are interested, like maybe it's an industry or, you know, something that affects you directly. So you want to know about it. I just think that for us as individuals, like that are taking the time to absorb this information is to like, just be conscious, be conscious of, of, of how much you're just in, indulging all of this because like the viewership of like, like, I need to stay on this 24-7. I need to make sure if, like, there's, like, any sort of, like, hiccup, like, I hear about it. For my mental state and for me to be able to get through this better, 
is to not drown myself in all of the news and constantly in contact with the media, whether it's like online for social media or if it's literally watching it on television. Um, I think I think a little goes a long way. Is that how is that, that how you're getting your news? Is like Twitter and and like TV? I'll, I'll, I'll look at like Twitter. Right, I'll I'll do Twitter. Um, I think Twitter is like just it's my favorite social media in my opinion uh twitter is just it's straight to the point and i get like i, I get like the spark note version and even better i get it in text so I, I can read it it takes me two seconds to read great i'm more knowledgeable if i want to know more about it great i got a link to click on i can i can delve into it more if i want yeah. to but for for my for my sense i just i kind of limit it man i don't i don't put a lot of time into it because i know for me it's like it's not good it doesn't help me like I'm, I'm trying to do my part and make sure that, you know, I'm listening, following the rules, not going to parks to play basketball, like everything that I need to do. I'm trying my best to do so, but you know, everyone's different. Well, that's an interesting note that you made about going out, right? So, um, here in Orlando, they're asking you to, to stay indoors as much as you can, unless it's necessary, right? Stay in your own home, but you're totally okay to go outside and walk. Um, within your family unit as long as you're six feet away from everyone else essentially right, right. um so the funny thing is i I live near a park and i'm driving by it and i see people using the workout equipment along the park path mm-hmm. and, and in big groups right so there's like 10 people using a pull-up bar Jesus and i'm Christ. just thinking to myself do you not understand how many people have touched that pull-up bar and i guarantee you no one's cleaning it so so, right, I was gonna say, like, are you cl- are they cleaning? No, it? no, like, there's no? definitely okay. no one with wipes over there, you know. Right. Um, so right. I, I get That's that great. you need to work out, but like, you know, you're not invincible, right? And it doesn't matter how how big or small you are, right? It's, it's gonna affect you, you know. You I mean you might be better off with a healthy immune system versus not, you know? But um, don't be don't be overly confident about you know what you can and can do. I recommend just walk, right? Everyone, everyone. That is one thing that I have noticed that is really positive. I have seen so many people are outside. Exactly. I've seen so many people outside. And it's like people are so tired of being indoors now. They're they're so tired of like playing on their phones. They want to get outside. They want to enjoy the fresh Mm -hmm. air. And thankfully, you know, it's it's springtime here in Florida. So um, you know, it isn't it is nice outside. It's not cold, it's not rainy um yet. So it it is nice and to see people going outside, you know, and and uh, we've been seeing some articles about um, pollution going down. You know, all the warehouses shut down in China. People had, like, clear skies for the first time in forever. Did you see that? Yep. Did you the... Like the pictures, like the ozone and stuff like that? Like how it yeah, looks? Well, yeah, well, like smog, how it's going away, dissipating. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I know that's more like the sediment settling in Italy, but um, the canals in Italy, like, are clear for the first time. Some old lady was like, I have never seen the canals clear before the water clear yeah that's weird you know i i i hope that we can use this as an opportunity to kind of like get a reset and 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 try a fresh start you know Um, yeah i I tell you it's a wake-up call for sure like in in any way that you put it like this for us it's a real indicator of like to show like how like ill-prepared we are for certain things to happen and like how like how quickly we need to jump on something like when a pandemic like this occurs because like we've never had to like live through this like i remember i think the what was the last big thing we had it was like h1n1 it was like swine flu right that was like the 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 big thing before this i don't think we experienced i don't remember i might have been too young but i don't remember it being 
this big of a thing, right? We've never. That's my point. That's my point. Like, it, like it wasn't as big, but it was like a, it was a big deal. Like there was people that like that like died from the virus, but I like it. I'm just interested in knowing like what about this has made it so much different in terms of like public reaction and you know government initiatives to ensure that the public health and safety is like priority. Like, like what about this? And I think that's a lot of a lot of people's questions is why is this such a, a, a big thing? Like, why are we going and taking all of these extra like preventative measures? I've now? seen people quoting, you know, uh, flu kills more people. This kills more people or or that kills more people than than this. You know, why are we making a big deal about it? Um, I think at first that was an argument you could have made, you know, but it's it's funny how people keep shifting it. Right. First, it was this and now. Oh, but now heart disease kills more people. So why don't we care about heart disease enough? Like. You can't do that. You can't not care about something and then, you know, also argue that you shouldn't care about this as well, right? You should be caring about right. car accident deaths every day. And no, we don't do enough about it. You're right. We should. Right now, this is a um, an acute issue with the I, – I, you could literally say it's an acute, um, you know, condition of the United States right now that we have to solve. Um, you can yeah. see uh, the, the – um, the, uh, transmission rates on this are significantly higher than most of our other viruses that we deal with as a society. I mean, I think we're even seeing it right now um, in the United States as of April 1st, right? So they're predicting 240,000 people are going to die of this now in the United States. Um, and that was from the government, like the presidential team uh, saying that. And that's a scary thing to think about. So yeah, it's, it, it doesn't feel like it at first, right? When people were like, oh, it's not a big deal they were trying to show that it was and i just don't think the message was communicated clearly to some people and now they can see the reality of that and i think it might be hitting home a little bit more right um, when you know when you when your neighbor yeah. gets sick now it makes it a real thing versus someone on the news who gets sick in in another state right right like this is real now but every state has a case at least right now you know so yeah um yeah and, and i think it was like west virginia <laughs> all the people out in the woods just like chilling they're like oh no no we're fine and then they finally got it's like hell yeah brother they, they finally got it and it was like okay now now it's a serious it's like okay now it's real right like it's got to go to montana just like stay safe right it's like two hundred thousand people that live in the state i'm sure it's more but you know point of it being is like highly densely populated areas are really uh yeah, i saw some i saw some news article that was saying oh it's affecting blue states more than it is red states and i was thinking oh to myself God. wait what like how I mean, stereotypically, more condensed uh, urban cities are are blue leaning, right? If you're going to be political about it, like the more populated cities are typically blue, and then the less populated cities are typically red. So yeah, of course, blue territories, if you're going to call it that, are going to be hit first because they are stereotypically more condensed, populated places like New York City, right? So. I, I for you to put a political spin on that that just that got to me i was like this is totally inappropriate I, 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 to, to be talking about i don't think no i, I get what you're saying I, I don't think it's like a like this is what it is i think there's a high correlation between the two but i don't like you're not going to try to make like, a political oh, the, game out of this right it's right but but there's but there's obviously people that are and it's it's disgusting dude like like there's just I think at any point in time, like if you have the chance to just kind of like remove like these political barriers and just like be human with someone else like i, I don't know I, I just think it's like time and place for everything right and i think at this point like like it does, we don't need that like who who needs that right now like how has that helped me or you yeah it doesn't it like, just creates it, creates, it doesn't um you know animosity towards people 
and it creates yep. tension and conflict where it doesn't need to be existing. I think this is the best time for us to try to come together as a country. And I would love to see that, yeah. you know? I think, you know, talking about how we can be helpful, um, I know that people have been sharing ways to help, um, you know, making contributions. I made a donation to my local theater company because uh, theater has a special place in my heart. And, you know, to, to know that if our industry you know, as a whole is hurting, I know the local theaters are hurting even more. Right? So I just made a little mm -hmm. donation there. Um, you know, I sent a box of food. Um, I know that there's a lot of like food delivery companies like, you know, Insta, not Instacart, but you know, they're the, they ship a box of food to your house. Right. So, um, feeding right. children everywhere, for example, has that where I sent, um, a box to my brother who was, um, self-isolated in his home in Washington before I was. Um, so I sent a box of food there and I sent a box of food to another family member who I knew, um, was having a hard time getting out into the stores. Um, so, I mean, just little things like that you know buy a, a gift awesome, card dude. for your local um you know locally owned food place um, yeah it's I, I think for individuals that have like the the means like to help others like like for us like for us that are like still employed yeah. like if you have a job and like like i think now more than ever and like it's something that i need to do as well to to look and like help someone else out like in any way possible like like if, it, if it's food for someone else like if it's a, a, like an essential item like if it's toilet paper or whatever like like trying to find someone to help i think that's it's critical oh, i totally agree critical is the exact word i was going to use um i mean you can even start i mean i would even start with my neighbors just like saying hi to them yeah. making sure they're okay i know i barely talk to my neighbors and you know i'm outside more now if you see them say hi like <laughs> how are you doing Yep. you need anything i'm yep. here for you if you need it we can stay six feet away you know but you know what, like what do you need i think that is the easiest thing right. if you don't have money you can give time um and i think that we need to be doing yeah. that you know just showing love like um, yeah i had an instance the other day uh two instances my um my next door neighbor i live in a townhouse but my my immediate next door neighbor um before we went out to go food shopping like you know, they were standing out on their porch, we're on our porch, um, you know, we like yelled out to them like, hey, do you guys need anything from the store? Like, we're going there, like, we will get you something if you need to. So I have to put them, you know, quote, unquote, in harm's way, right? Like, if, if they're, you know, they're a little bit older. So like the concern, obviously, you know, putting older people in, in social situations that, you know, might not be the best right now. A little bit there, a little bit of help there. Um, and when with uh, my mother, we went to like, went, went to Publix. And surprisingly, there they, we had like there was like some toilet paper and there was paper towels and you know we grabbed a roll of it. It was like a like a six or a ten pack roll of toilet paper, whatever. And she picked up one and she's like, "Hey, do you want to pick up one too?" I'm like, "I mean, we have toilet paper at home. You just picked up a six or ten roll. Like, no, I'll leave it here. Like, let someone else try to grab it." Um, and even though it was like very minimal, like I was just hyper aware of of. I would say like my contributions, I didn't contribute. I just, I decided to not take it to hopefully, you know, give someone else the chance to, to maybe get it for their family that they really need yeah. it. It's, it's, so, not, it's not being um, greedy, you know? Yeah. Just, just, you know, like we're all in this together and we think of like our country and the people that live here and that operate daily, like we're on one team. Like, why wouldn't you want everyone on your team to succeed? Like, why would you want to have someone on your team that isn't doing well? It's like, like a shitty player you wouldn't want that you'd want to build that person up to make them just as good as you so you have a well-rounded great team yeah. right absolutely so i don't know man i think we should do on others and that's that's kind of it man just help people out why not help people out
Yeah, I think that is a good note to end this episode on, Anthony. Um, yeah. You know, we have a lot more coming, so we got to save some of the good stuff. I just hope that people oh, yeah. find this, um, you know, I, I hope that people are happy to let us into their, their day a little bit, you know. Um, I know yeah, I appreciate man. talking about it with you and, um, you know. Always, brother. So thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, we'll be back with more content very, very soon. Uh, make sure to follow us on social which will be in the description of the podcast. Uh, we're totally ready to chat with you. If you want to just talk, if you're bored at home, we're there. We're ready to, to chat back. Again, we would, we'd love to highlight your stories. Uh, we want to know and hear from you guys just to know how this virus is impacting you at home. Tell us. Share it with us. Uh, you can email us. Our email is sixfeetawaypodcast at gmail.com. That's S-I-X-F-E-E-T away podcast at gmail.com. Guys, stay safe, wash your hands, and just keep six feet away.